Welcome to Culture Crawl ATX Podcast. I'm your co-host, Michael Ward Jr. And this is Donald Scott II. I, um, <clears throat> I mean, timely, in a timely fashion, my homie sent an email. He works at Rush. And it was talking about, uh, and it had a link to an old TEDx. And the person speaking on that was talking about how the life expectancy drops as you move from the center of wealth in Chicago, which is you know the Loop and the Gold Coast, just seven, seven um, train stops away into the West Side, <clears throat> the age goes from like 85 to 69, and um, and it said that the people who live on the West Side, which is predominantly African American, some Hispanic, uh, boys age 16 have a 50% chance to live to 65. And all of that is a function of um, poverty because what they're not dying from is violence. As, as you would say, you know, like gun violence. What they're dying from is diseases that we have prevention and medication for. And it's a mm-hmm. function of access to the system, the healthcare system that is blocked because of the way our healthcare system is set up. And so he basically said that, um, that it's structural violence perpetuated against minorities because the way the system is set up causes harm actively. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I can talk uh, absolutely firsthand um, from that um, because when I, uh, so background, um, I got diagnosed with a rare neurological condition at the uh, beginning of 2018. Uh, that doesn't mean that I, that's when I got it. That means when I got diagnosed. And the, it, it, now it's a disease that typically affects middle-aged white women, even though it's rare, but uh, definitely um, not the typical demographic for that. And what happened is that they sent me through psychiatry, right? Now I told you I have, I have a rare neurological disease. They sent me through psychiatry and I was, I was going through psychiatry for a little while, taking the pills. And so I told the, 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 um, I told the psychiatrist, I was like, the, these pills make me feel shaky. He said, no, they don't. <laughs> I was like, uh, Okay, so he doubled the dosage. He was like, then it'll be all right. That's what I ended up falling out on the street. Um, and then just, you know, detoxing myself. And then I went through a whole bunch of other stuff that happened, just like, just, you know, terrible stuff. But I talked to a black doctor. So I was like, well, I do, like, so like, it's like friend of a friend of a friend of a friend. Knew this one black doctor. And he graduated from UCLA. And he was like from, um, He's from South Central, so like that's kind of how I knew to do. So I talked to him, and he was like, because uh, at first they would say I had anxiety, right? And they said I was having a panic attack. And it was, it was news to me because I was like, well, shouldn't I be panicked or nervous? I'm like, I, but none of that's happening. I'm just walking, and all of a sudden my leg's not moving. Like I, like I, I didn't get any warning before this happened. If I got nervous, that would be helpful. Um, but uh, he, I was talking to him, and he was like, yeah, if you had come into my clinic and you told me what you told me, and you're a young 
just like you're a young, you know, black female. She said, I would have did the same thing. I said, hold on. What? Because I'm trying to figure out what do those three things have to do with the symptoms I told you. And he's like, that's like, and him being a black guy, he still uses those, like, like the, those are the three things that he used to, to, to inform, like, yes, you have anxiety, not the symptoms and the facts that are presented. Like, it's like, like, absolutely not. Like, these are, this, this is the perception that I, that I have. And so since this is the perception that I have, I'm going to treat you accordingly, which is why, you know, when they talk about the, the number of COVID cases, uh, especially what they're, they're really not talking about, which, um, um, which, which AOC is talking about, uh, because that's her district, is that most of those cases are in the Bronx. Like, so while New York is the epicenter, uh, it's not just anywhere. The the Bronx is the highest hit, and and they can't do anything about it because they have what they have, and they're like, you're not sick, go back home. Like, and then people die at home, or they die in these, you know, different centers or, or in the streets or in these things that they're like, you know, just popping up stuff at the jazz center, like. And it's, it's such an insane thing that uh, medical, like, so let's just say you finally do get to a doctor. The doctor is using your, uh, your race, uh, your, your whole, your entire socioeconomic situation to diagnose you and not uh, the symptoms that you present. For a fact. Yeah, we were just saying um, <clears throat> this is, you know, it, because it is socioeconomic, right? And especially here in Austin, I was telling my buddies, well, actually, I'll, I'll pivot around a little bit. <clears throat> um, because of the way coronavirus is also politicized and the way that because of our lack of federal leadership, red state versus blue state has a different um, reaction, then I have some blue state friends who have been like, I hope you red state fuckers die when you open up your states again. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, the problem with that is that these red states will open back up, but the, peop but the problem with, with you thinking that red state equals white is that when the red state opens back up, the people who will be most affected are minorities. Right. So even though we talk about red state versus blue state and assuming that a blue state is more diverse than one that's red, because of the way the healthcare system operates, the people most affected across the country are going to be the minorities. So if you say, I hope that it comes back and it bites you guys stronger, you guys being, I have a friend in New York who's talking shit about Texas. I was like, the problem with that is it's going to be black people in Texas that are affected. It's not going to be random Republicans, even if they're the ones out um, uh, oh, protesting yeah. for their jobs. Yeah. Uh, but then, in, in, so inside of that conversation around socioeconomics, what I was also saying is Austin has been fairly isolated from major, uh, major diagnosis and testing and then ultimately deaths. But we've also gentrified out poverty. 
So mm -hmm. even inside of the little pockets of diversity that we have, our even like <clears throat> minority groups are at least adjacent to uh, wealth and access because Austin itself is small. So we actually mm -hmm. benefit from being so close to wealth as a function of the size of our town, because it really is a small city, even though it is uh, popular, right? But, but I, I like heard Dallas is popping off. I, I don't know what's happening in Houston, really. No. Um, I'm not, I haven't seen too much reporting and I've tried to stay away from it. Oh, I've seen, I've seen some about Houston and it's, um, it, 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 and it wasn't good. Um, uh, I think that, uh, I think even Beyonce came out and, you know, you know, just kind of publicly talked about some of the stuff that mm. she was doing, but they, but that, that goes back to the structural things. They're like, Oh, Beyonce saved Houston. And it's like, she can only do so much and give money and give food, you know, cause she also has buildings there. Right. So it's like, she can, she can do that, but she cannot affect testing and healthcare like that. Like she can't make them all of a sudden produce tests. And, but yeah, but Houston, Houston's been, been hit pretty heavy. I don't have the, the numbers. I just remember um, seeing it, and also um, I think another podcast mentioning it again because they had some family there, mm -hmm. and um, and and it was it was just like a you know structural uh, racism. Where yeah. It's like, you know you can't because here's the, the other thing is that it's the it's it's the it's kind of like out here where it's like I call this area. This is in between LA and, and Palm Springs. It's like the land of like the sick and disabled because it's in between LA and Palm Springs. And it's like, they just kind of put everybody else in between here. Like there are 171 of these, uh, what they call skilled nursing facilities or whatever they want to call them. Hmm. Um, but these places where they put sick people or um, that would be homeless, but can't be homeless because they're sick. And the, like, like they have like all kinds of cases and they have, Start, they had to like just mandatory uh, like evacuate people because the workers just stopped showing up and they're talking about taking the workers to jail even though the COVID cases have already been diagnosed and there so they stopped going uh and there's plenty of you know telling the people like and this is in a this is in California like this is in a uh, uh you know like a progressive state um However, you know, it's different pockets in it and whatnot. And they, uh, like, on, while they, when they finally did evacuate some of the people, uh, people were dying on the way out, like, before they could get in the ambulance. Like, like you knew. You know what I mean? Like, okay, two weeks, whatever. Like, you knew before then. Like, like that's, that's insane. Yeah, and then, and then you know people are talking about, um, and I'm I'm always randomly texting with people, but I've got a, a friend who's been watching something about the creation of the United States and how the different states were formed, mm. and the topic of uh, 
the the cow, I mean, generically, cowboys versus Indians, right? And the way we talk about it is, okay. oh, uh, we got here, and then we tried to take the land, but they didn't want us to take the land. So then we had to kill them all, and look how great the land is now. <clears throat> Pause. Because what that means is our major cities were founded by murderers. Of course. And if you, if you take it all the way back and then bring it all the way forward where the conversation is, oh, you know, they said the lieutenant governor of Texas said that uh, jobs in the economy is more important than lives yeah. lost. Mm -hmm. Duh. These, these are the cats <laughs> hey. that, was, that was killing everybody. It's in their DNA. <laughs> like let's let's not pretend like the country was founded on love and hope. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean, we was chopping yeah. off heads and and raping and then killing. Yeah, raping pillage. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now and and I always forget, right? I mean, and it's easy to do so, but it's terrible. The original people are still here, but they're oh, in yeah. open air prison. Right, and they are slaves to the system. Their their children are born into a space that they cannot leave. So, so that exists while but we're they have casinos. Which, like, like I, I I never forget the never never forget the day somebody was like, uh, the Native. Well, they said Indians, but we're just gonna go. The Native Americans they got it so good. This is out here, mind you. They got it so good. Um, they got the casinos and they get money. Uh, and it's like, hold on, what? It's like, you know that they don't have running water. It's like, yes, they have a reservation. Like, but do you understand how insane that is to, to come to where they're living, just disrupt everything and say, here's a piece of land for you. And it's like, what do you mean you're giving me a piece of land? How, how, does, how does that work? Like, I already live here. You didn't give me anything. Uh, like, and then you also cut me off from the resources. So I, I, I've watched a few uh, documentaries and then recently kind of just followed up a little bit. Uh, but I can only take so much, you know, as far as my heart. Um, and they, one, of the, one of the women was talking about, because they already have to go into town to get so many things. And so now with the, you know, stay at home thing, Mm. then they are not they don't have access to the same stuff like they used to go make these big runs into town and kind of bring that back but now they don't have access to stuff when they got there because things were off the shelf because of course they didn't like get any like amazon bulk purchase or toilet paper or whatever like before everything happened so they they're not able to get like the the basic things like the water that they would get um, and this is for like a large group of people, right? Um, and and it's like they so like she she's turning back empty-handed, and they also like I, I saw just the documentary of this like one boy just like him going to school, and it's like because they don't have the roads in, in certain spots, then it's like it's going through these potholes. The the car matter of fact, the the pickup truck broke down on the way. And it was like, and they knew this was a video, you know, like they, but it was like, look, it's early, like, and it's going to take three hours from you to get to school and then you know, go, go to school, like everything's normal. But now it's like, 
what's happening there. And they definitely don't have the access to, to healthcare to say anything about, uh, you know, the, the already, they, you know, talk about the high rates of alcoholism and, mm-hmm. and suicides. And it's like, and, and those are starting to rise within the, um, just, uh, you know, what you would call uh, uh, more developed population of the United States. Right. Uh, let alone like what they're going through now without um, even having the ability to go and access the, those things the way that they would. And so now it's like, it's even worse. And no, and you know for a fact, they are not documenting um, the number of deaths that are happening um, on the reservation. Yeah, that's true. I, it, because I'm mm-hmm. even, I think they may not necessarily even have, this is probably something ignorant I'm getting ready to say, but I don't know for a fact that every reservation has its own hospital system. No, so they it's not, no. off the reservation into the hospital. Yeah. And then, you know, now if you're in a town like New Mexico or North Dakota, I can't see somebody being like, oh yeah, y'all are welcome now to come use this ventilator. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, you need a respirator over Mary who needs a respirator, we are immediately back into racism and access. Right? So well, first they got to get are. there, right? Like, like the not 911, like, the, like, they're not, they're not coming, they're not coming to get you. Like, from the reservation, are you sure? Like, you know, like, you have to get there. And, and, and I, I'll say this because there's a, there is a huge reservation out here, the uh, Morongo Indians, um, uh, Indian reservation, and I don't say that to 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 be uh, insensitive. That's what that's what they have um, on written on things. Not that that's what they are, but it's called the Morongo Indian Reservation. Um, and but in this whole area, I'll say there may be because uh, I've been to all of them. Uh, there there's about three hospitals, and they were and when I went, I go straight through the trauma unit. And they were packed then. I'm talking about like just like a couple months ago. It, they were packed then, and people were dying. Like you know, while you're there, while while you're waiting in the trauma area, uh, de- nothing like what you see on TV. Uh, while you're waiting in the trauma area, and I can't imagine. Like I, I was there like you know, it's like 9 a.m. before I get like a a line in. Uh, I can't imagine what it what it's like now uh except with the exception of now what i do know is that uh the people from coachella because uh, obviously that is canceled um but uh well it's not obvious to everybody but it's canceled and um but they have made their money back because they have just set up the same they have set up tents and beds and those kind of things just out here in the desert um and it's like uh okay so yeah but nobody's they've, gonna... they've set it up in the desert as a makeshift hospital kind of like they pulled that boat up into new york um yeah like I, I i wouldn't say i wouldn't say like i would i would i would uh i would more say it's it's more akin to um to like a uh to like a, um 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 um, set up in a um, in a war, like that type of setup. 
um, from 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 what I've from what I've seen, right? Um, and also coming from military families, so like you know to to confirm uh, that this is what this looks like, um, and that's kind of how it's set up, um, where it's just like we have a few people. These people are to help you and do whatever you we can. Now, obviously, you know, as far if there were not ventilators in the hospital, like, like you know, like you know, like they because they won't even let you in to the you know, like they're not taking cameras into these hospitals. Um, like it was just the guy who. Um, you know, like the or the people who work there that'll show that they're just laying bodies in the hallway. Then they were taking those bodies. I think it was a guy. I think it might have been in Harlem or something. Yeah, it was. A, it was at Harlem Hospital, and he was showing that they were taking the bodies and putting them in an eighteen wheeler. And he was like, he was, you know, on his phone crying. It was just like, whoa! Like, just imagine like you being out driving, and then like seeing that. It's like at 18, like what? Yeah, I think, you know, I've personally, add up. Um, like from an anxiety perspective, I had to stop consuming the media um, because it was just, it was causing me to have fits. Uh, so I've disconnected from the information. But now, because I've disconnected from the information, I am. I'll, I'll use, it's a strong word, but I'll use it apathetic to what's actually happening in the world because I'm not seeing it, right? Mm -hmm. So people say like, oh, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, 47,000 dead in mm -hmm. Jersey. I'm like, okay, cool. And I just let it keep going, right? Because I can't absorb it anymore because at the beginning I was so invested um so now what we run the risk of right is this conversation where and i was talking to my neighbor <clears throat> because i'm no longer attached to the society as a whole and i'm only considering myself and my children now i'm like okay when is this park going to open back up because i need something to do with my children however because i because i am you know cosmopolitan, I know that I cannot go to this park because of who my children might come into contact with if they were to pick up a you know, pick up the virus on the way to the park or whatever, right? So I know that uh, academically, I'm supposed to behave a certain way. Mm -hmm. but yeah, but feelings are not that. There are yeah. people who don't care. Yeah. Right? And so now we've got this experience where there are people who are not consuming either the true news or any news that would cause them to act differently, but they're also out here reckless and it will, and it affects other people, right? Uh, yeah, I think, so what I've seen, and I, and I don't uh, typically uh, interact with a lot of people who watch the news. Um, in fact, I don't have cable at all i haven't had cable in a little while um versus like my the way it used to be like years ago um but um i so all of the things that i've kind of gotten have been either like firsthand or twitter but what i what i've seen though from because when when you do kind of because i did go through the boot camp online 
that I kind of develop relationships with people online. So we still connect via Slack and via Zoom. And it, it's, it has like a very like pen palish kind of vibe where it's like, you don't know this person, but you feel like you do because they tell you. Uh, and, and also, be I guess, I feel like because you don't have that barrier of like the intro, you just go straight into knowing more about that person, um, especially in a high pressure situation like the boot camp, where it's like you, you just kind of find more about people. And what happened is that people started to, they started to lose family members. And so it wasn't until like, so I wasn't hearing pretty much anything from, from, you know, that group until it was like my, my cousin died. Mm. And then also another cousin died. And then not, I'm, I'm concerned about my grandparents every day. Um, now uh, to, you know, to however it goes, uh, with my family members, I don't have any living grandparents. Uh, so, you know, but that's to the life expectancy thing and, you know, other things, um, just, you know, back to socioeconomics. Um, so that's not, you know, on my mind, you have that. And then there's the, the group of, uh, hustle and, you know, you don't want to come out of this quarantine the same, or, you know, that you, you know, whatever, whatever. And it's like, first, you know what, let's just come out of it. Um, <laughs> let's, you know what I mean? It's like, let, for, forget how you come, you know, it's like, whether you wear your bonnet or don't, like, <laughs> let's, let's, let's survive. And it's really interesting, because I talked to my therapist, and uh, we're going to talk more about this as well today, again, uh, because, it was, you know, because I kind of, whatever is like the heavy piece, I just like talk around it. And she's like, so we're going to come back to that next time. And I'm like, I should just let that. Um, and what, what happened is that it's like this weird uh, switch because I'm, I am in this like, you know, just graduated looking for a job and I have interviews and stuff like so that's weird. Um, but at the same time, I, like, I, I still feel the, um, like like the the macro environment and micro environment around me because my mom is a bus driver, and so yeah. her going out every single day and like and me having to tell her like all right we need to get some precautions here like 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 you can't just like be interacting with us when you first come like you're gonna have to take the same precautions as if you were like a doctor because you are you are interacting with people more and you have no equipment. They like they they at first they wouldn't even let them wear gloves. Now she got like a cute mask. You know, it's just like okay, this is not it. Like you are interacting with these people, and you don't have any protection for yourself. And so like let's not like you know also bring that into in, into the house. And so you know so I see that on a regular basis, and not just that, but also the way that it affects her, um, where it's like okay, this is, you know, starting to see behavioral changes and just how it's, it's wearing on her mentally. Mm -hmm. uh, and then me, like, being here, like, you know, trying to, you know, offset some of that, but then not really able to do that either because then I have, uh, I'm getting the news, plus I'm getting, uh, you know, also, you know, personal stories of people 
on, on a regular basis and um, then people, you know, layoffs or they can't get a job because there's this weird thing because people do, like, they make a career switch. And so they're like, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to become a software engineer. And like, this is, this is, this is my dream. And they did that. And then a pandemic happened. <laughs> you know, the, like, you know what I mean? Like, like it's ins- like, so, so it's yeah. like whatever you had planned, like, like now you, and you can't just like go get like some small job or whatever. It's like you, you, you can't go back and get your job at the university. Like that, like that's gone. Like, and like, this, like, and everybody like wasn't, um, you know, like some people were like, you know, MBAs, masters, you know, whatever it is that they, that they had, they had a whole full career and they wanted to make this switch because they were like, no, I'm sure I've been, you know, this is, and I want this thing to propel me. And then the school is saying, yes, uh, we want our money. And it's like, yeah. oh man, this is insane. Like still you want your money, like just shut down. Like, I, you know, it's just like, I, like, you have to do something because, uh, yeah, no, what? Yeah. Uh, you know, like, so, you know, so, to, so really taking in, so I'll say, so, so then with um, getting to, to the point of like, how does that, because um, I just told a bunch of like other people's stories, right? But for me, so now taking all that in, and so I have this feeling of like, I'm really glad that today I didn't get the virus because I'm, I am on a daily basis interacting with somebody who's out there all, like all day, right? So glad I didn't get the virus today. Uh, as far as I know. And then, um, all right. Um, and then the other part is like, but since I, but that's not enough. Since I didn't get it, then I should be doing something. I should be contributing to, to, to open source. I should be helping with the, the crisis or something. Like, uh, you know, it's like, Oh my God! You know, so it's like this 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 desire to do something because I'm healthy ish, uh, but then also feeling the weight of just like surviving the day is enough. Well, that's deep, deep. I would I would agree on and echo that that um, there there is there's always someone has a worse off situation worse off situation than you and it's all about you know, what are you doing uh, that you bring and what are you connecting with and on that note we're going to close out of culture crawl atx podcast we thank you so much for listening and we ask that you take this time to follow culture crawl atx on instagram and click that like button and follow on your favorite podcast listening platform